Hello, heroes. Welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot, brought to you by Make Big Things and Damn the Man, Save the Music. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're continuing our worldwide wrestling adventure with Colt Cabana. But first, a word from our sponsors. Damn the Man, Save the Music. Right now, Hannah Schaefer's 90s teen dramedy game, inspired by movies like Empire Records and Dazed and Confused, is in the last days of their funding campaign. We had a great time playing it on one shot, and it has already reached its funding goal along with several stretch goals. If you want to chase your dreams, talk about your feelings, and save the thing that you love, be sure to back it before July 20th. Speaking of Kickstarters, OneShot is currently running a Kickstarter for our newest actual play project, The Dungeon Dome. The Dungeon Dome is a campaign that combines the storytelling power of D&D with the competitive style of professional wrestling. If we hit our goal, not only will we be able to produce a 15-episode season for the Dungeon Dome, but I'll be able to step away from my day job and work on one-shot projects full-time. That means I'll be able to produce a lot more actual play and game design projects. And we hit 50% of our funding goal in the first week, which means we have a great chance of funding. I obviously have a lot riding on this project, but I'm going to put even more on the line. I'm issuing a challenge to our one-shot heroes. If we manage to completely fund the Dungeon Dome by July 25th, around the halfway point for the project, I will let the one-shot audience vote on my hair color for Gen Con. I've never dyed my hair before, and I'm a pretty big fan of my natural brown, but if you make this project a success by the 25th of July, I'll be willing to put on whatever blues, pinks, or purples y'all dream up. So if you want to see the Dungeon Dome get produced into a full campaign, follow the link in the show notes, or search for the Dungeon Dome on Kickstarter and back it. And if you want to give my hair a fun color for Gen Con, hurry and get your pledge in before the 25th. In other one-shot news, the Twitch stream will have another episode of Warda on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, and on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, we'll be streaming a match from the Dungeon Dome. This will be a Hell in the Cell match between the Compass Cats and the Ladies Disdain. You can check out all of that at twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. Before we get to the show, let's take a quick moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Peter Jones, thank you. MW, thank you. Patrick Strom, thank you. Uh, I think that's just Strom. Strom? Yeah, more like Strom. Patrick Strom? Yeah. Patrick Strom, thank you. Jeremy Stewart, thank you. Vincent Hilton, thank you. Alexander J. Jekku? That's how I would pronounce it. Jekku. Thank you. Cario Gonzalez, thank you. Carlo Gonzalez, thank you. It looks like an eye from here. Sam Weissman-Holler, thank you. Uh, Wolf, Wolf. thank you. Alex DeJesus, thank you. Alex DeJesus, what a cool name. Mm Mm-hmm. Cameron Lydiard, thank you. Erica Chapel, thank you. Erica is working on the Five Across the Heart uh, role-playing system, which is a magical girl role-playing system, and she recently spoke to Meg. Oh, very cool. Very, very cool. Thank you so much. Ryan Hayes, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Jacob Soderlund, thank you. The one-shot Patreon drive is just about to wrap up. We are only $36 a month away from our goal of $7,500 a month. When we hit that, it will unlock our new feng shui game, Inspector Jackie 3, as our anniversary series that will air starting the week of Gen Con. From all of us here at OneShot, thanks to everyone who joined from the drive so far. And thanks to all of our backers who've given us their support over the years. We could not do this without you. And with all that out of the way... Let's get to the show. We 
lot of pay-per-view buys on a Friday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're the NERPs. We're we're an indie circuit. Live event. Yeah. Live event. Yeah. Live event. That was the d- because on Saturday and Sunday they have the previews for our town at the, <laughs> at the Brown University Performing Arts Center. Oh, it's the only night that they could uh, fill right. the black box. Yeah. Awesome. So those were all uh, a little like YouTube video package that was put out to promote you know promote the. Promote the, the downloads and, and the whatnots. This Friday at the Brown University for the Performing Arts Center. <laughs> Kids seat still five bucks. <laughs> so we're going to get into it. So now there's going to be some game stuff going forward. In addition to your individual moves that are on the back of your sheet, there's going to be a set of shared moves that everyone does. The basic moves are the main thing that we're looking at. So those include cutting a promo, coming out, taking the mic, saying what you think. One thing about this game is there's always a mic available. So anytime you want to cut a promo or you want to say something, even if the context of the scene, you're not, you don't have a mic with you or something, one will appear. We'll make it happen. Cheap Heat is uh, a very basic one where when you come out and you either insult or compliment the town that you're in, you get a momentum. No roll, no dice. It's just freebie because you're popping the crowd with that cheap heat performing a feat of strength is doing something that does require legitimate physical strength to impress the crowd usually working the audience is running around pumping them up getting them into your corner whether that's yelling at them because you're a heel or like you know uh uh, going out and high-fiving because you're a face or whatever um you are going to be be getting them on your side through that move breaking kayfabe is Exposing the legit truth, uh, actually trying to hurt someone, breaking character and, you know, yelling at someone for something that happened outside the bounds of the wrestling show. Um, if that comes up, we'll go through the specifics of how that works. Um, but that is relying on your real stat to get the audience on your side because they want to see more of the real stuff. And then performing a run in, I will specifically call out because... If you're ever, if there's a match going on, uh, you're not involved, you're not in the scene, anyone can do a run-in at any time for any reason, because you're running in and getting involved. This can be because you want your character to be in the storyline, or it can be because you're bored and you haven't had anything to do for a while, and you want to be, you know, have some spotlight uh, back on you. So this is the way to do that, um, is run in, interrupt the match, we'll roll some dice, and see how it goes from there. That's how Vince was booking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... You look bored. bored. Get out there. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're going to do is I'll frame uh, a segment. I'll say who's in it and kind of the general idea of what's happening. You guys will role play, talk, say what you're doing, say, uh, you know, cut your promos, describe your actions. When you hit one of those moves, we'll I'll be like, okay, cool. You just did that. That was cutting promo. We'll roll dice. Look at the results. Go from there. Um, You're all starting with. Some momentum. So these are, uh, so momentum, you're going to, whenever you make a roll, you're going to roll two dice. You're going to add whatever stat it is. And then uh, if it's a six or less, that's a botch. It did not go over. The audience didn't get it. Um, Something bad's going to happen. Too smart for the Brown Center for Performing. (laughs) If it's a seven to nine, that's some kind of mixed result or you're picking from a list, depending on the move. And then a 10 plus is... A solid hit. You did great. Everyone loves it. Uh, that's what you want. You Wait, can... is, is role-playing games just craps? <laughs> <laughs> this now it's all together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's playing craps with a little make-believe. You're right. <laughs> uh, 
after you roll, you can spend momentum to give yourself a bonus to the roll. So if you roll a six, you can spend one to bring it to a seven, so you don't botch and you do okay. Same if you roll a nine and you want that great success, you can spend one to take it to a ten. Over the course of the game, you'll be gaining and, and, and spending momentum, so that's why I do chips instead of writing and erasing and writing and erasing. The other thing that I will introduce now is that when we have a match, someone who's not in the match is going to join me on commentary. They're going to be our ringside announcer and help uh, kind of describe the action as it is being translated by commentary. Um, we'll be doing that in character. You can either do it as your wrestling character or we can have kind of like a generic announcer or we could name some announcers. So like your announcer characters, you know, this other guy, whatever you're comfortable with. Sometimes it makes more sense for your character to do it. And sometimes it's just like now I'm announcer Jim or whatever. Um, Biff Tunnigan. Biff Tunnigan. <laughs> Writing down names yeah. for announcers. That's how we do it. Um, so... uh I'll just call that out now, and then when we get to a match, I'll, uh, I'll I'll pick someone, and we'll go into how that works. The announcer has a specific job, which is that if they want to, they can put over someone in the ring, say like describe what they did in the most amazing light possible, and therefore uh, bump up their role if they've like biffed mm-hmm. a role or whatever. So if they biffed Tunnington to roll, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you primed me now for yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go over that again, but that is one key thing. So, you will be people will be coming in and out as the announcer as the action moves around. I'm ready to do it. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Let's wrestle. Right. Let's as they say, get it on. <laughs> we begin our show. Uh so I generally will describe how stuff looks like on camera or to our viewing audience um as we frame this stuff. So, we start our show with a uh, you know, kind of a, a Wide shot of the Brown University Performing Arts Center uh, black box, um, totally packed packed to the gills with uh, with our NERPS fans here to see some exciting Friday night action. There's some, yeah. There's someone running around and like doing the, you know, the starting the NERP chant like for the camera. We have our in ring announcer comes out to to start us off, um, and we will go ahead and uh, and have this be. What was, Biff, what was his last name? Biff Tunnigan. Biff Tunnigan. All right. So, welcome, NERP fans. Biff Tunnigan here. <laughs> Ex- excited to come to you live from the Brown University Performing Arts Center <laughs> Black Box Theater. <clears throat> Black Box Theater that, that the university has graciously provided for our use for this, our first ever Contract in a Box Challenge. Those of you who are live streaming the show already saw... Uh, that our roster is excited, everyone is excited, is is ready, raring to go, and everyone is aiming to bring down Dr. Moreau with his heavyweight title. But first, we have the exciting, action-packed in-ring action that you have come to expect from NERP. Uh, and as the as the matches get underway, we will see the we'll, we'll see the 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 box. This box, and he lifts up from where he's kind of holding behind his back. It's a what's clearly a cereal box that's been uh, like papered over with like faux like 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 someone's done some frosted nerps yeah (laughs) yeah some branding on it yeah and uh, so he lifts it up and shakes it uh, shakes it next to the mic so it's like you can hear like rattle 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 it's like inside this box is a contract to take on Dr Moreau for the heavyweight championship of Northeast Revolution Pro. Who will win it? Our main event tonight will determine who walks away with the box, who gets to open it, 
and sign that contract. But first, we have qualifying matches. <clears throat> so, Nerp fans, get on your feet and make some noise for one of your fan favorites, the local boy done good, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> <laughs> just someone like it's literally you two in the back behind the curtain booing <laughs> there's there's a seg- section of the audience that's confused to pause they're all dressed in as our town characters who are there Wait, early doesn't he work at Lowe's? <laughs> <laughs> this is mandatory for their like uh one of their credits is that they have to attend this stuff yeah, yeah. exactly so so Bob gets pushed out from behind the curtain, clearly unwillingly, uh, as as then he realizes he's he's in front of the audience. The music has, has started playing. No one really knows what his entrance music is because he recorded it off the radio on a little <sighs> tape, and that's what he's been handing to production. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something's playing in the background, and there's other commercials sort of cutting into the, the audio. <laughs> it's, like, it's like static from like driving through yeah. multiple zones. Yeah. At one point, clearly, he changed the station to try and get better reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's making his way down. Uh, he doesn't know. like He, he kind of like stops and flexes one arm, but there's just nothing there um and and he he goes to he goes to like do the the shirt tear because he's seen people do that before and then realizing he's wearing his only nwo shirt uh, and is like no and he sort of smooths back out the little crease that he put back in it that uh, neck is still stretched though it, it is. <laughs> it'll be it'll be stretched forever no no one's told him that like if he just puts a little like cut in it he'll be able to do it Seriously. he just tries to <laughs> this is tried every night cut mike, my mike shirt jones, would ruin it. mike jones has tried to explain that to him on numerous <laughs> occasions and it just hasn't hasn't sunk in also bob's never had an entrance before right usually he's just in the ring yeah, <laughs> yeah true. well because he's in this in this tournament essentially so he's this is your big push this is the big push yeah no, this is the one and I'm, I'm he's being very careful he's watching walking up each individual step on the little steps to get into the ring the ropes seem to be a challenge that i guess he's never dealt with before because somehow it just magically appears in the middle of the ring uh but he he tries to go through between like the 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 top and the second robe and then stops when he realizes that's a little too tall for him so he goes (laughs) the ones below that uh he he climbs up on the ropes and sort of puts both both hands in the air and uh yeah he's he's ready for this he's ready for this biff turns to you like bob this is this is the highest profile match of your career what do you have to say to our rabid nerps fans who are might be seeing you for the very first time well, I'm I'm excited to be here in in this very town. And in this very town, I am going to to become the cereal box champion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and say that was cheap heat for, for <laughs> insulting this town, not even knowing their name this town. as a heel. This town. You could have said our town. Our uh, town. This kind of sounds like our town. <laughs> um, right on. And uh, that was a little bit of a promo, so go ahead and... Ooh, uh, so I roll plus luck, right? Roll plus luck. My luck is negative two. All oh, right. no. Uh, so five would be the result. Okay, so... So this audience is not engaged by your uh, fiery I'm promo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you know hand the mic back, and it's just like it's not even booze; it's just people staring at you. It's just the Fair. you hear like a can open in the <laughs> yeah. back. <It's> that. <laughs> and there's a long moment. And then Cool Dad's entrance music hits. Oh, oh boy! Shit. So Cool Dad's entrance music <laughs> Ooh, what a booking. is Cheeseburger in Paradise uh, by by James Buffett. Uh, James Q. Buffett. James Q. Buffett. 
and entering like th- there's there's still sort of a a you know ramp to walk down even though it's not like a full arena mm-hmm. and coming down that ramp cool dad is on a riding lawnmower <laughs> um a custom riding lawnmower <laughs> and he he's got a beer uh sitting on his gut in one hand and he's steering with his foot and about halfway down the ramp, the mower stops and the front grill open, like, like the top of it opens up to reveal a, a fully functional charcoal grill and the top of this thing. Uh, and cool dad leans forward, grabs a spatula and flips a perfectly cooked cheeseburger <laughs> off of the grill. Uh, he hands one out to fans and then grabs one to, for himself as the mower starts back up. Uh, towards the ring he gets up uh walks across the mower and hops uh lightly into the ring still eating his cheeseburger all right that's cool dad friends. that's a cool fucking dad man <laughs> bob bob walks up to you in the ring he's like thank goodness you're here i wonder who they're gonna have me wrestle tonight <laughs> <laughs> so with that he slaps you on the back like camaraderie style but like yeah <laughs> it causes you to step forward a bit Tonight, I'm going to show you what wrestling looks like, Providence. And Bob's like pointing to himself. (laughs) Tonight, you are going to see two men locked in life and death struggle. Tonight, you are going to see the thing that makes championships. And then, at the end of this match, I'm going to tear open that cereal box. And I'm going to look at that contract. And I'm going to tear that up, too. Because if Dr. Moreau wants a piece of cool dad, he can get down here and challenge me himself. Now, as for you, members of the audience, it's a little late. But I'm going to let you stay up because we won't tell mom. (laughs) And the arena says it along with them and cheers. We won't won't tell mom. All right, so you this is uh, working the audience between the mm-hmm. burger and handing out and your catchphrase. So go ahead and roll uh, plus your audience score. Okay, plus my audience. And I start with two, right? Uh, yeah. Cool. All right, so that is a nine. All right, so crowd pops. They channel on, as as we say. We won't tell mom. We won't tell mom. We won't tell mom. It's a um, long chant. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot Bob's of... Bob's chanting, too. It's so got a lot of moving parts. You can... Uh, and you're going to start off and control this match anyway, so you gain a momentum from cool. that result. And I'd say your, uh, your, your province reference also gets you your GP. Hell yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Veteran knows how to do it. Knows how to get him on his side. Yeah, so... Um, there's a quick uh uh so Biff turns over and like puts his hand on his and it's like, Oh, he's telling you that oh. wait, this is your opponent. <laughs> no, there must be a there's mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh no. <laughs> and and Bob's just immediately like just profuse sweating um you know j- just pouring down his his hair is now all what's left of his hair that hasn't balded off is, is all disheveled um don't sweat now boy you ain't even started working tonight <laughs> and he's trying oh, to process no. he's trying to process so he's like all right so he, he walks up he 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 goes to to cool dad 
He sticks out his hand to shake it before the match. Mm-hmm. Cool dad definitely reaches out to, to shake mm-hmm. back. Shakes the hand. Uh, he, he pulls you in, mm-hmm. like, real tight. Yeah. <laughs> I twisted my ankle a little bit getting off the bus, so if you could just avoid anything <laughs> on the left leg, that would be just tops. Cool cool dad winks and, like, pulls back. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we're going to go into Ready to lock match. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ring the bell. Uh, would anyone like to be on commentary for this? Um. You're going to, yeah. yeah. All right on. So how a match works. So Cool Dad is starting off in control of the match, both because you biffed your role. Biff, I keep saying that now. <laughs> both because you botched your role and because he did well on his. Um, I, I th- in NERP, that's what they call It's biffing. Because yeah, everything is biffing. Biff is like famous for it. Yeah. That's what he built his brand around. Tunnington. Yeah, well, Tunnington. Tunnington. I need to write it down because I keep- Um, So you're going to be describing... The action of the match. Okay. We're not rolling dice for every single punch or kick or suplex or whatever. What we're doing is narrating the, uh, the, the back and forth or maybe you're dominating or whatever. Maybe you're letting him get some in, however you want to do yeah. it. Um, until we get to a big moment, a big, uh, uh, turning point of the match. And that's when we're going to roll dice for the wrestling move, which might, um, turn the control over or it might mean that you do great and you keep it and we'll see how it goes from there. So this will continue until uh, I reveal the booking. I've already decided who I want to win. And in this case, because the jobber's always booked to lose, right. it's pretty obvious. <laughs> but uh, other things can come up that will, as I said, swerve my booking. Uh, some of your moves have results that let you decide who wins instead and stuff like that. Um, so if that comes up, we'll we'll handle that then. This is going to be a pretty quick one to kind of give us all right. used to it. So. We won't go be too intense, but that's the system. Um, so you're going to narrate what you're doing. You're going to narrate what you're doing in response. Then uh, anything that stands out to us that we think is cool um, or that we want to highlight is what we'll we'll do a little bit of commentary for the benefit of you know our live stream viewers or whatever, and then we'll go back to the to the ring. Cool Dad starts out with like a move that uh, you know he's patented, famous for him, uh, and that is the keg. And that is just, uh, you know, some wrestlers come out there with a six pack. Cool dad brings a keg. Uh, so he, he steps up, you know, shakes his belly a little bit to get the crowd into <laughs> it. And then like, boom, uh, just sort of belly checks, uh, into Bob. Yeah. And, and Bob, the, the, the belly check, he goes, he goes backwards into the ropes. Mm-hmm. And when he hits the ropes, instead of bouncing back off, uh, he actually, he hits it like he's taking a bump and he comes off the ropes like, Oh my God. <laughs> 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 and he just sort of drops to his knees and is crawling around on the mat holding his back. <laughs> uh, do you have a, a an announcer name? Uh, or? Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, Wolf, I got to say, I'm not sure if Bob has great chances here. I mean, Cool Dad is pretty much the, the cream of the crop here in, here in NERP. Yeah, Biff, uh... Bob really has no chance whatsoever. Um, as a lot of people don't know, those those ropes are quite stiff, but most wrestlers are used to that. Uh, he is in a lot of pain, and he's literally <laughs> been hit with a belly and some ropes. <laughs> he might he's he's in this tournament for a reason, though. Maybe he has something that we just haven't seen yet. Well, we better see something quick. So back to the ring. What's going? Mm. He's looking a little weak. Um, and the audience is like. Cheers on it a little bit. But he's in this ring, and this ring demands strength! I'm in so much pain. (laughs) Bob, I need you to show me who you are tonight. I need you to stand up! 
and 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 he 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 gets up to one foot and gets both feet up. Mm. He falls forward into a collar elbow tie up with you. We're locked in the middle of the ring. Hey, hey, what would you do in this situation? I need some <laughs> advice right now. <laughs> 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 he's selling it, you know, because right. he's he's professional. And he says, "You're a fan, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. You watched your whole life so much. I, I mean, on and off for about two years. <laughs> you do what's in your heart, boy. <laughs> you do what's in your heart." <laughs> well, Biff, they sure are talking a lot in this locker. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like. Bob has a, a little bit more confidence now. It looks like he's being inspired. Not sure where that's coming from, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe Bob has a psychological approach. He's psyching out Cool Dad. Maybe those are insults. I can't really tell from where we are here, but Cool Dad seems to be uh, taking his time moving Bob into into position for his uh, for, for one of his signature maneuvers. As you know, uh, Bob is uh, sees sees Cool Dad as. Uh, a little bit of a father figure, no pun intended there. Uh, maybe this is a, a little bit of a giving a chance, you know, a teacher, uh, teacher student kind of thing going on. Perhaps the student will become the master. No chance. <laughs> right. So at, at this moment, mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden, uh, Bob breaks the hold, mm -hmm. goes in, grabs you around the waist from the front, and like going for a belly to belly suplex. Mm -hmm. And everyone's excited for yeah. a second. Yeah. And then they realize it's just a hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think cool dad uh, i gotta use put over on you oh. when you show vulnerability to an opponent so uh i am actually going to try and make your hug look like a belly to belly <laughs> like you're gonna go ahead and suplex like, yourself I, i'll just do it I'll, I'll do the whole damn thing maybe he just needs a taste of power um, in order to make this work so right. i'm rolling plus my work for put over Okay, so I rolled a five, but plus two, that comes to seven. All right. Um, so on that, uh, one of us gains one audience, the other loses one audience. It's his choice. It's your choice. Uh, well, I'm the jobber. I'm here to put you over, so I'm going to lose the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Be is it because... So it, it worked. It's a successful thing. You suplex yourself mm -hmm. with him yeah. holding on. Yeah. Um, but it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is like, it looks exactly like jump? what you would expect that to look like. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it is not that they're like, oh, wow, look at how good Bob did. It's like, <laughs> he's such a good guy. He, he, get, he tried his best to help this guy uh, do he's a like, thing. like cool dad at softball practice with his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, immediately then after after the the, the move quote unquote hits, yeah, yeah. Um, Bob just realizes like he's a wrestler now. Yes, this, <laughs> oh no, this just happened. So and you he, gain you get sorry you gain an audience immediately from oh, that. Move. Oh cool. So you cool. go up to three. Oh, I'm up at three. Oh, snap. take that, Satan. So there's a there, there's a cool dad chant out of him. Obviously Super trying to make you look cool better. <laughs> and and Bob uh he, he throws off of his shirt and everyone winces. Um and he's so white. It's, it's so, so bright. It's blinding. <laughs> and he, he jumps up on the he not quite the top turnbuckle, but mm. the second turnbuckle, back turn to the ring and cool dad. Mm. Uh and he's trying to lead his own chant, Bob, 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 <laughs> and it's just coming back boo, boo, boo. Yeah. And uh, this is when we go into our finish, I would say. So you are uh, booked to win this match. Oh, yeah. So unfair booking. It looks like it looks like Bob got a hit. 
He thinks he's a wrestler now. And you know what you have to do when you want to start something. You gotta do 100! <laughs> uh, so what the audience and Cool Dad are demanding of you, if you think you want to do this wrestling thing, you gotta do it 100 times. So he is going to make you suplex him 100 times. <laughs> or... More likely, until you faint from exhaustion. <laughs> so I want you to take us through Bob's journey. Okay. <laughs> is, this, is this the equivalent of like your parents finding a pack you, of cigarettes yeah. and, and making you smoke a hundred? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what 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 occurs here is uh, B- Bob 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 nods. Mm-hmm. He he accepts this is this is his fate. He's seen <laughs> you put away more than one person with this technique yeah. before, but <laughs> you know this is Bob's night. So he, he, he gets there. He gets you in just the, the most average hug you could imagine. Uh, he twists his hips. He bends at the back. He does everything he possibly can. There's audible crunching sounds from multiple oh, joints. God, and you can oh, no. hear it as you, as he slowly trips you down to the mat for the first one. Yeah. I think the crowd fell into like a reverent hushed silence Absolutely. as you started it and the crack like echoed a bit yes. in the and, black box and and he 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 pulls you back up again he's exhausted sweat pouring down he 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 looks like o- omega at the end of wrestle kingdom and that's in his mind where he is right now and <laughs> so the the refs come over and he's like he's he's, he's like separating you and he's like no you you can't continue you can't continue <laughs> he's pushing you back out of the ring Yes, and now he, he, he goes one more and he, he's go, I've got this. And he mm-hmm. picks you up. Uh, you move about a half an inch off of the mat. There's another audible crack and he just crumples in a heap down at your feet. Um, and, uh, then dad, uh, kneels down next to him, like the pep talk style, uh, like <laughs> you did all right today, champ. And he just puts a hand on his chest. <laughs> yeah, just the one hand as the, as the yeah. ref counts him out. That's right. Wow. And we get the one, two, Three. Bob has been <laughs> has lost his his big his big match. The good news is I will consider that another near victory that I'll put up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a move in. You got a move in. Wow, Biff, that uh, cool dad didn't even do a move. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to say Bob is his own worst enemy in this one. I like Cool Dad's strategy here. He knows that he can't exhaust himself on these early challenges. So this is a master of reverse psychology, like your parents telling you not to do something so that, wait, I got that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say, like a good father does, Cool Dad has good foresight. Always looking forward. I didn't know my father. (laughs) (laughs) Man, real common in this league. (laughs) All right, so uh, they, Wait, can, they, we, can we cut to Cool Dad's house where uh, <laughs> his his daughter has printed out uh, a screenshot from the live stream of his victory, and Cool Dad has put it on the wall and framed it. Yeah, when yeah. oh. it's like shitty pixelated, and yeah. right. it's like a black and white like printout. It's like on the fridge. It's like his kids' grades, yeah. and then like mm-hmm. printouts of him from winning matches. Aww, what a good Cool Dad. <laughs> It's Cool Dad packing up his beard. <laughs> cool Dad's getting ready to, to <laughs> ride that lawnmower, yeah, which, ride that lawnmower which is his page. own. No company money went towards that. That's <laughs> just his a, rig. The, the mini fridge is fully stocked just for your party. Well, uh, see, Cool Dad saw that the grass was a little out of control in front of the Center for Performing Arts, so he just took care of it on his way in. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, Wait, I like that Cool Dad's 
for his cool dad's motto? What would it be? <laughs> catchphrase? His catchphrase is, the grass is always greener on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's on the shirt. That's on the shirt. Um, you, your finishing move is actually your losing move. Yes. So what is, <laughs> how does that? Do the job. Yeah, you did the job. So we're going to go ahead and, and do that. Uh, your, what do I what do I roll plus? It rolls flat. Oh, just rolls flat. Okay. Yeah. Just roll your dice. Just roll your dice. Uh, ten. There Ooh. we go. Uh, let's see. On a ten plus, you make them look great. They gain plus one audience. Cool, Dad. Yeah. Shooting to the top of the card from uh, this horrible squash <laughs> of, of Bob. Bob. Of audience. Yeah. This match was quick too. This match yeah. must have been mm-hmm. like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted people to had like well, gone to get a beer and came back and it was over. <laughs> the people are here to see Cool Dad. That's what we've learned tonight. Yeah, yeah. We, we were booked for four minutes. We went to <laughs> <laughs> off to a hot start, as they say. And they the the the, the ref helps you out of the ring right. and helps you stumble up the uh, through the little curtain to. To the backstage area, which is an, a classroom that is off of the black box. I, I, I do one last right before we go back through the curtain. Like, I, I, I stop him, and I, like, turn to face the audience, and I take, like, a big bow, thinking this was my, my wonderful curtain call moment, and mm-hmm. just crickets. Yeah. Well, no one's even looking at you. Right. They're all looking at Cool Dad packing up his grill and, uh, you know, sharing some good advice mm-hmm. from the ring. From backstage, the agents are like, get the fuck out of here! Bob! <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna, uh, cut from you, you, so you, you know, play up your victory and yeah. like, and, uh, as we saw from your audience game, the, the crowd is legitimately like, it's a bit, bunch of dad fans here tonight. <laughs> um, my kids. <laughs> you might be cutting an impassioned promo or something, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, who cares? Um, cause we're cutting backstage. <laughs> well, they're eating it up is the point. You don't yeah. need to roll again for, for how it goes over. But as you come back into the, the classroom slash dressing room, uh, you've been there. You were watching through the curtain. The, By you, you mean. Uh, it's, uh, Mike Jones was there. Your character was there. I'm just, but this is a podcast. We should not say you. <laughs> you are correct. That, that's the professional touch that uh, <laughs> I'm glad that we have here. So, yeah. So, Mike Jones was watching through the curtain. What do you have to say to to, to Bob here, who, who you've been trying to help out? Bob. Bob. Bab. Bab. Bob. <laughs> You were the fucking shits, mate. <laughs> Thank you. I, I really went out there and, and gave it my all like you always tell me to do. I, I I lifted, you know, with a sharp jerking motion in my back like you were trying to teach me the other day. And if did you say I got one, man. I, I'm a little sad that you're so you're, you're not breathing hard right now. And I just don't like the fact that uh, are you in shape, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have shape. Um, yes, the, the breathing, I can understand your concern. Uh, it's mostly the collapsed lung. Um, it's still the other one's working fine though at the moment. Yeah, and we need to get rid of that other one because you need to lose harder. Harder, you harder. say? Why aren't you breathing hard? I, I went out there and went to my exhaustion, Jones. M- Mr. Jones, what? <laughs> That's right. That, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. <laughs> I don't know what to. All right. Here's what I'm thinking. We how need, do I lose harder? We need to get you a t-shirt that says lose hard. Okay. I only have the one though. And then it points down to your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Would that get me over? It, it definitely says loser. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're looking at of you. Okay. Okay. Mr. Jones. You find me the t-shirt, mm-hmm. I'll wear it, right? and then you're going to teach me the proper way to belly to belly. <laughs> like, me and you, I'll have the shirt on, 
with the arrow pointing down to my, my penis. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and then me and you will get in the ring and we'll face to face. I'm sorry. Are you giving me the advice no, on no, how no, to no, be no, no, a no. teacher? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do learn, you want Mr. My Jones. Help? I do, Mr. Jones. I do. Right. What, what can I do to lose even harder? That's what I'm saying. You need to try harder. You need to be coming okay. out here breathing harder. Okay. Uh, you need to be, you, I mean, we can all agree that that belly to belly, I mean, how are you going to do a hundred of those? <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah. Step up your game. Big old. Bob, Bob is downtrodden. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Sad Hulk music walking away as, <laughs> oh, I need to lose harder. <laughs> um, so while that's going on uh, off camera, we have a uh, little on camera segment <sighs> with the two of you where our... Who's the two of you? Sorry, with, <laughs> with Satan and Mean Latifah. <laughs> Because uh, when you say it, it all, it's already... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already more fun. Right. Uh, the, uh, the, the live stream uh, has come backstage um, and... We've, uh, we're cutting into, uh, both of you just in, you know, well, it's in front of like one of the sets from, you know, our town or whatever. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yep. uh, uh, a covered wagon or something behind, <laughs> uh, the two of you. Do you, uh, <clears throat> does Satan have any particular way that you try to kind of like gimmick up your, your, like, do you, are you in darkness or a mask or anything? There's, there's always fire around. You're always fire. Okay. <laughs> and that's his, uh, that's his valet fire. Yeah. <laughs> with a it's really hard to sell that gimmick to any promotion. Like, oh, you're constantly going to need pyro. Yeah, like, I just have fire constantly. around me all the time. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's the lights with the little fan light with the fire light <laughs> thing. Yeah. So there's two of those behind you. And, like, even though it's video, you can just kind of smell sulfur through your TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. So uh, we have our, our backstage personality. Um, this is uh, Rita Raygun. Coming to you oh. now, live from the past of the future, back here with <laughs> Satan and Queen Latifah, two of our most mean Latifah. I'm sorry. We're all gonna do it. We're all gonna. We're do all it. back here with it. mean Latifah and Satan himself, <laughs> two of the two of the most uh, uh, two <clears throat> two of the most feared competitors uh, here at NERP. Uh, you both came in around the same time, and the two of you have had some pretty. Pretty intense matches, uh, just destroying all who came before you. Do you think that you'll be able to work together tonight in the tag team match that you will be participating in? And she kind of like looks at you and you're kind of, uh, she looks at Satan and you're kind of looking past uh, her shoulder. So she turns and sticks a mic in uh, Queen uh, <clears throat> Mean Latifah's face. Um, mean Latifah's here, ready to take the ring. <laughs> what? The Prince of Darkness, Beelzebub himself. I may be the Queen of Mean, but he's the King of the Underworld. <laughs> you seem a little nervous right now. Is there something? Is this going to impact your performance in the ring? No. <laughs> I'm very, the- I'm very strong and capable. Please, <laughs> please fear us. <laughs> Well, I'm trembling in my shoes right now, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, Prince of Darkness, your thoughts. In the book of Genesis, chapter <laughs> two, Cain murdered Abel. I invented murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen in our tag team match. Now, you have an additional challenge, because in addition to the tag team match, 
you have a special exhibition one on one with. Do you have any? Does does Mike Jones have a nickname or a moniker of mm. any kind? Uh, the Sorry. Prince of Lightness. <laughs> the Prince of Lightness. <laughs> is it the the? Is there an L? The Lord of Levity. The Lord of Levity. That's good. LOL. Yeah. Oh man, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So you you have a special exhibition match uh, with <laughs> with the with LOL Lord of Levity Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you fear that that having to to wrestle multiple times in one night is going to keep you away from that contract in that box satan fears nothing satan is fear well we all look forward to seeing what you do tonight thank you very much for your time turns and quick walks away <laughs> um i'm gonna have both of you roll for your promo to see how it how it goes over i like your i got an eight do what do i add anything uh add your look okay so i got an eight great so that is the mixed result seven to nine uh so Go ahead and roll yours, and we'll and then we'll go through all the results. That is eight plus one, so nine. You also got nine. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so both of your promos connect. They communicate what you wanted to communicate. You seem a little nervous, a little fearful with uh, having to deal with him. He is Satan, so mm-hmm. yikes. And you're coming <laughs> extremely confidently. So you can choose, unless there's another match you want. You're already kind of booked in matches. Yep. Um, you can add a stipulation to your match, though, which is things like an Inferno match, weapons, any of that kind of stuff. Or if you have something more you know, particular, we can add that to, to your match. Or you can gain a momentum, which is always good. Or you can gain a heat with the other one because you were kind of... Well, you could gain a heat with him because you were showing a lot of fear of him uh-huh. and, and etc. Um, I think Satan could gain a heat either with you or with uh, Mike Jones because you were, you know showing that that you are not gonna put up with his levity i think i want a momentum chip yep never hurts always good to have remind me again what momentum can be spent on anytime you roll you can spend it to add to your total your, your final result okay after you know what it is all right so we cut from there and we go back out to the go back out to the ring where biff tunnington is uh Watching the very end of of your uh, your your riding mower go through the curtain. Yeah, it's like, well, cool, Dad. Sure is uh, heating it up here tonight in Providence, <laughs> but and that's not the only hot thing. Sounds like as as we all saw, Prince of Darkness had some harsh words for the Lord of Levity, who I introduce to you now. A big hand for Mike Jones. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's your what's your entrance look like? And Mike Jones comes out through the curtain, but he's wearing uh, a trench coat, and he looks suspiciously, suspiciously, (laughs) very, very, very tall. And we're like, why is Mike Jones so tall? He's such a, a a hilarious guy. And then what happens is. He walks weirdly wobbling all the way down to the <laughs> ring <laughs> uh, while his music, um, Madonna, is playing, Il- illegally playing, uh, <laughs> right. a nod to his uh, friend Grado, mm-hmm. who lives in um, right outside of Edinburgh, where he, quote unquote, is from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as he he attempts to get in the ring, but he's like, he's... At, nine feet tall at this point right <laughs> and it's just a whole shit show and uh as the whole group of that 
the tumble into the ring, it reveals that there's other people uh, in this mm-hmm. um, overcoat. And weirdly enough, uh, we it's revealed to be Cool Dad's two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and so a lot of people. Three kids in a trench coat. Yeah. Three kids <laughs> in a Loving trench coat. It. Mm-hmm. It. A lot of people questioning what's going on or why that's going on. And we know they're cool dad's kids because they're wearing shirts with his face on them right. that say like dad of the year or <laughs> something like that and then uh they they realize they've been revealed and they go right away to uh mike jones they go oh my god don't tell mom <laughs> <laughs> uh biff's looking around uh and uh you know confused but how how old are these are these kids of yours man okay i i have to imagine because i came in with the initial gimmick of dad dad like decades ago Mm -hmm. so they got to be like coming up to the age where they'd probably have to start wrestling themselves Uh, (laughs) so it's it's got to be i I think i got twins Mm -hmm. i think I, i got a boy and a girl and uh they are 18 now i mean they've got certainly the maturity level of two-year-olds because they've been raised by a very cool dad (laughs) which might not be the best (laughs) yeah the the is this the debut of cool dad's kids i i I think they have done like backstage bits before but i think this is the first time we've seen them in a ring all right and i keep in mind that Mm -hmm. this wasn't meant to be uh, a debut by any right. means. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just it was meant we to didn't, be sneaky in rehearsals. We didn't go over uh, <laughs> going over the top rope. I did right. it as a last minute bit. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be funny. Yeah, and uh, I really didn't. They didn't. It was in a yay or nay. I didn't ask Cool Dad. I just mm-hmm. said, "Hey, this is what we're doing," and I uh, threw it on them, and they had no choice. Yeah, yeah, and they and they were happy to do it because they want to be more involved. So well, they yeah. want to be in their dad's life. Exactly. And, right. Yeah. Um, okay. All the backstage bits are about them trying to sneak into wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the the they kind of uh, you know move around. There's a there's a. I think we'll go ahead and roll for working the audience because uh, we're you know getting them getting them all hyped up with this. Can we, t- t- we tell the uh, listeners at home? I have two giant diagrams. Yeah. <laughs> He's rolling the giant ones. Okay. There you go. So six and two, and then do I have an audience thing? Yes. So that's on the back of your sheet. At l- oh, oh yeah, your audience rating. I think plus two. Plus All two. right. So, so that's a ten. Total. I got a ten ski. Awesome. That's the best roll you can have. So damn right. Good work. So damn right, mate. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think every, the the crowd cracks up. It's funny, you know. You uh, you're bringing the you're bringing the ha-has and LOLs. Uh, the lols indeed. And I'm finding my... Plus two momentum is what move. It's plus two, yeah. So you go ahead and gain plus two momentum. Momentum. Yeah, for, for getting them on your side. So they're cracking up and laughing. And uh, the, I think the kids are kind of like running around, they're like running to each other, mm-hmm. fall over. You know, classic, classic physical comedy, I would say. And uh, so, but Biff's kind of running around. He didn't know that was going to happen. So he's kind of taking a, you know, let, kind of letting it play out before he comes over to you with the mic. And then uh, he's like, Mike Jones, we didn't expect to see Cool Dad's children here tonight. Are you are you concerned that that Satan might target them now that they've come out to the ring with you? <laughs> right. Well, what are you trying to do with them? <laughs> well, listen, these two little shits weren't supposed to be uh, <laughs> exposed. And I'm all a little upset, but we'll have a laugh over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not worried. Uh, and if worse comes to worse, um, you know, if Satan comes after us. 
uh, us and me and Cool Dad's kids, who I've now formed an alliance with, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we will play them. Uh, we will play Satan in a round of board games, just like in the movie Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> and uh, we can only assume that that will uh, work. And in no way will the, these children die. But if you know, if they die, they die. You know, that's if, uh, if Rocky Four has taught me anything. Uh, if they die, they die. Right. <laughs> so, that's a core lesson if, of that movie. If they die, they die. And then Satan's music hits for his entrance. Right. Uh, Satan's music is The Devil's Work Day by Modest Mouse, which includes the lyric, I'm going to take this sack of puppies and set them out to freeze. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. So uh, Satan comes out on the way. He has a mic in his hand. He's cutting a promo. Hell yeah. Satan invented hell to be the worst place it could possibly be. And then somehow God one-upped him and made Providence Rhode Island. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> There's a cheap heat. Cheap heat. <laughs> and since this is a, a tag match, you may see Satan's already dug two holes by the side of this ramp because he's using the not of this world uh, oh. move. Mm-hmm. This is now a buried alive match. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, and then... Uh, Mike Jones um, somehow has a 40 in his hand and he pours one out for his two dead, uh, dad, cool dad's kids. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Just assuming that they will be buried alive. And he goes, ah, what you going to do? Right. All right. So go ahead and roll for your promo. All right. And do I get the two momentum for the not of this world already? Oh, uh, yeah. You take it when the match. So do you want, so I might have been unclear. The idea is that you you have a one on one little like exhibition match, and then you're going to be in a tag team. Oh, match. okay. Gotcha. But if you want to make this, yeah, this would be a buried alive the buried match, alive yeah. match. Then yeah, you're using it okay. now. Sweet. So, and I assume that he by tag team match he meant I am now partnered with cool with, kids. with the kids. I yeah, <laughs> I mean no, I'm just against Satan. <laughs> this all makes yeah. So now it's a yeah, it's, it's, a it's three on one, a three on one Satan versus but, a clown and children. Yeah. <laughs> The cool legacy over there. The cool dynasty. <laughs> Kids just love clowns. <laughs> so it's a seven. Uh, plus your look. Plus my look. And I'm going to use uh, so you can two to max out my, yeah, my promo. Bring that up to a ten. Nice. Right. So, yeah, that's that's one potential strategy is spending your momentum to, to get tens, even if you already got a seven or, or whatever, because you get better results. Um, so... You, on a 10, you gain a momentum back, I believe. Oh, no, you gain a heat. Uh, or, just, yeah, gain a momentum and then pick one from 7 to 9 as okay. well. Yeah, so, so you get one back. One of those back, and then I will also get one heat with Mike Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Good do do? call. Can we both put down a heat? No, then? it's just you. Just me. Okay. So, yeah, you don't do... Mike Jones does nothing. Hmm. <laughs> Sweet. Right on. So, uh, yeah, we're like, well, this match is now... A buried alive match. The loser will have to be put into w- at least one of these two open graves. <laughs> <laughs> that have just... The kids are small, so you can put both of them in one grave. It's a mass <laughs> yeah. grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Mike Jones and Cool Dad's kids will have to put Satan in the grave in order to win this match. <laughs> while Satan is able to, as long as Satan puts one of them, either either Jones or both kids in the grave, then he will win and go on to the contract in the box tag team match. Who would like to be uh, commentary for this match? I'll hop on commentary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Anderson Cooper? 
I was gonna just do like a Rachel Maddow and do a twenty-minute-long treatise on uh, <laughs> how the Fed works. Can we just put like twenty-minute-long explanation? Explanation was cut here. Yeah. Back to the wrestling. Back to the wrestling. Mm. Right on. Well, it seems to be uh, escalating quickly. What's most important to remember here? What people in the viewing audience should do is just take a moment and appreciate how. Not normal. This is. <laughs> this isn't normal. We have to remind ourselves every day that watching Satan in a match with a clown and two young children <laughs> is not normal. However, is it extremely? <clears throat> it is extremely exciting, and that is what our NERP fans are here to see. Out there in NERP Nation, they are excited and ready to see this match underway, and Satan is already making moves in the match. He seems to be coming out like the proverbial house on fire. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, with your uh, great promo there, we will start off with you in control of the match. Okay. Well, Satan doesn't lock up. Uh, <laughs> but Satan- he does have devil locks. <laughs> uh, Satan goes in, just punches first. Little, some of the, the uppercuts mm-hmm. as well, straight to the jaw, and beats Mike Jones into a corner. How 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 do you uh, how do you take it? Are you like just letting him? Oh, hit I, I, you, Mike Jones is like, what are you doing, <laughs> <laughs> Satan? There's two little kids here for you to beat up. <laughs> what, are you, what are you going after me for? Um, and then Mike Jones is super confused because he was just like, I didn't think that Satan was actually going to be Satan during a wrestling match <laughs> and um and so now he he rolls to the outside mm. and um the little kids come after him being like well i, I think the kids come over and they stand in between you and satan they're like no yeah the kids come on the outside but yeah. then i just throw them back on the oh you throw them in. <laughs> and i'm like have put them in the put them in the mm-hmm. thing satan have a, yeah. have a good time and then uh then satan double choke slams the children <laughs> all right and mike jones like pretends to be sad he's like oh no <laughs> so we'll go ahead and uh roll for the double choke slam because that's a big moment here so rolling your dice that's eight all right and, and plus so a power right plus power because so how the wrestling move works okay. is down uh or it's on the other side, rather. You pick which stat based on what you're doing. In this case, it's definitely power because you, you know, physically, you know, even if they're scrawny 18 year olds, the devil choke slam is still pretty, pretty serious. Uh, but if it was more about your gimmick, like you're intimidating them with the forces of darkness or something, it would be look. Or if you were like executing more technical moves, you'd be rolling work for future reference. Yeah. Cody and Jen, uh, cool dads, two children. Cody and Jen. <laughs> Cody and Jen. <laughs> The twins. Okay, then mm-hmm. actually, so I'm going to play momentum, so it puts it to so uh, one, uh, eight plus mm-hmm. one for power plus one momentum for ten. Okay, and then so that keeps control of the match for you. So you end up getting that back, and then you get a, an additional. So I think you slam these two so hard that the fake mustaches that they wear to be <laughs> just well, like uh, their hero, cool dad, uh, like, pop off. Oh no! In a huge dramatic moment. Then I pick them up and light them on fire. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, the, the mustaches burn up. <laughs> they were made of flash paper. So yeah. like, um, Satan is not getting around. Can you believe what he just did to Cool Dad's children? To understand really what's happening in this match, we have to go back to 1662 (laughs) and understand the foundation of witchcraft that exists in this country and the evil forces that have come onto this mortal plane. Are you calling our, our fans, our NERP nation, are you calling them witches? 
I think right now we're witnessing a new Salem witch trial. <laughs> the Providence here, Witch the Trials Providence witch here trial at Brown University, here in Massachusetts. We're in Rhode Island. Rhode Island. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Rachel um, Maddow somehow getting cheap heat. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Satan's still in control of this match. Uh, you're out on the outside. Yeah. Um, if you want to take control and go ahead and, and, you know, do whatever you want, you can spend a momentum to interrupt and that gives you the control or you can let him continue. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll get control. Hell yeah. Momentum. So you just throw that out. Throw it in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Mike Jones takes some of the char from the two children, yeah. <laughs> uh, puts it on his finger and puts it in the middle of his, uh, lip <laughs> to, to kind of look like, uh, one Adolf Hitler to which Satan all of a sudden is just like, his best friend. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Satan does, he doesn't know. He's totally confused by Mike Jones mm-hmm. right now. It's a, a disguise. Mm. Uh, it's, it's like that he's, he's using the classic like Chaplin Groucho move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. It's like just put on a pair of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And then wait, can I use a, a move? Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you have something on your sheet you want to use? I, can I give a quick response? Uh, Satan comes up and just goes, how's Ava been? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can I use a celebrity promo? Uh, sure. I, I, I don't remember what that is, so can you... I don't know. When you carry a guest celebrity through a segment? Mm. Or no? Yeah, we don't have a guest celebrity in but this. I'm you gonna, could bring one I'm bringing in. one out. Yeah, you can, mm. bring, you can introduce one. Yeah, and yeah. so all of a sudden... On the Titan Tron, mm-hmm. or it's just a shitty. We have a, we have a projection on the sheet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, God appears. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> From God. From God. And uh, God appears, and obviously Satan is uh, super uh, scared, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know he turns his attention towards the Tron, aka the bed sheet that we've put up, right? And um, yeah, and so Satan and God start kind of going at it, promo style. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so can you go ahead and read the move so that I don't remember how it's phrased? Uh, when you carry a guest celebrity through a segment, which mm-hmm. I did, roll plus look on a oh on a ten plus it goes great, mm-hmm. gain two. Plus two momentum, and you choose who create who creative books the celebrity into a match with. (laughs) (laughs) Straight during the WWE. On seven, gain gain plus one momentum, and choose whether you're booked against them in a match or with them as their tag team partner. On a botch, you destroy your promotion's relationship with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) With God, with the Almighty. All right, yeah. So let's go ahead and roll for that because depending on how that goes, I think will be how you treat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. So roll two roll. dice and at uh, six and seven. Six, six plus one. Is so seven. 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 And then what's, what's your, your look? What's that mean? On the front, under yep. stats, your look. What do you have in that? Plus book? one. Okay. okay. So, so eight. eight. So you could spend so two God momentum. Has not forsaken us, right? <laughs> to take that to a ten, if you want to go ahead and book God into another segment of your choice. Do I? Do you? <laughs> do you? Where, where do you see this? Where going? do you want your the, your God tag team? Maybe the. Do you want to tag team with God or make God fight somebody? Then you add your momentum. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, add All right, one. Add cool. one or do add you have two? two? I got two. Then spend two. Spend two. Let's do it. Okay. Let's go big. All right. Yeah. What I do? All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and have you. You're going to shout at God. So we'll handle that. And then <laughs> Satan shouts at God. And then uh, you. Celebrity God. Celebrity, celebrity God. God. TMZ is covering this. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so wait, is this Morgan Freeman God? <laughs> like a br- tie into the Bruce Almighty movies? I was oh, going to volunteer as the only black woman at the table to be the voice of God. <laughs> yes, please. There we go. Um, and then, so we'll do that, and uh, and then you can decide: Do you want to go ahead and bring God into another match, or keep following him, or something? Or you can bring him in as your tag team partner, and we'll go ahead and add right him. now. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Four on one. Well, no, this is, I have no, the I have an idea dead. where it, for, for the this. The kids are dead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's bring God into this match. Okay, Sweet. absolutely. Okay, yeah. So here's what <laughs> happens. Right. So go ahead and respond to God. I've been fighting you for 2,000 years, and you haven't even responded. Where have you been? And now you show up at NERP? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, God! <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's me your god everyone and i want everyone in the brown performing art center to look <laughs> under their seats because you get salvation and you get salvation and you get the light of god oh satan it's been so long since you've been out of my arms and look at you now a chump a wimp a loser here in Providence, yeah. Rhode Island. That's my God. I God's my partner. <laughs> here in Providence Island, the land I forgot. Oh. Heal God. Heal God. Hey God, uh, relax on uh, shitting, on, shitting on the people here. Uh, um. All right. So, uh, God's on the Tron. You're in the. <laughs> you're in the ring. The bed sheet. Aka the bed sheet. You're outside. <clears throat> Uh, Mike Jones is outside the ring. Satan's in the ring. We're hearing the the voice of God over the the speakers. Not really over the speakers, just, well, just in our minds. The- oh, okay. <laughs> it's not even on. It's the echoing. Yeah, it's echoing. We all can feel it. Mm. The live stream audience is right. real confused. Yeah. They can't hear anything. Right. <laughs> okay. And now let's think about all. By the way, this is going now to like churches all over the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting a big promotional tie-in Correct. here. Correct. Yeah. God uh, given the rub to nerve. Mm, right. <laughs> so they, uh, uh, so, so the bell starts ringing. Okay. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> the bell starts ringing and, uh, Biff Tunnington comes back out and he has his, his hand up like there's an earpiece. Uh, he may or may not have a, have an actual earpiece. It's like, okay, okay, everyone, everyone just calm down. God, just calm down. This is starting to get out of control, but here, here at NERP, we know how to handle this kind of situation. Our main event tonight is now going to be the tag team of Mean Latifah and Satan himself versus Mike Jones and God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool Dad, however, still earned a spot in this match by beating Bob. So Cool Dad and his children will be the third tag team Whoa. in this triple threat tag team main event. The winner of this match will get the contract in the box. So does that end me and Mike's match? Yeah, so okay. your your yeah. match is ending on like a no contest. Like whatever. Ooh, wow. Now we just have this hole for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's still well, I mean, and eh, maybe it's still a buried alive match. We'll Ooh. see. Yeah, uh, it's still buried alive. I just really match. Like oh, so there we go. Yeah. And somebody burying mm-hmm. God. <laughs> yeah. The winner of this match, whoever gets the winning fall, count out, or buries an opponent in the grave <laughs> will be the winner of the contract in the box. 
The audience loves it. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with the conclusion to our worldwide wrestling series. And of course, I can't mention wrestling without mentioning that our Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome Season 1 is up right now. As of the time of this recording, it's just over 50% funding, which is a very, very good sign heading into our second week. Since we've made so much progress, I'm issuing a challenge to my one-shot heroes. If we manage to hit 100% of our funding by July 25th, I will let the one-shot audience choose my hair color for Gen Con. I've never dyed my hair before, but I will do it for the first time if y'all manage to get us across that line by the halfway point of our Kickstarter, July 25th. So if you want to see the Dungeon Dome get produced into a full streaming series, its own podcast, and me out of a day job, head over to kickstarter.com and search for the Dungeon Dome, or follow the link in our show notes. And if you want to see me with colorful hair at Gen Con, be sure to back before July 25th. Speaking of Gen Con and all the one-shot heroes who are lucky enough to attend this year, we've found a place for the one-shot meetup. We've reserved the Trevi Marzio room at the JW Marriott for 8 p.m. to midnight on Saturday the 19th. Because we made this room reservation, we are getting charged if we don't manage to order a minimum amount of food and drink. So come hungry and thirsty and ready for fun. There will be plenty of one-shot personalities there, including myself, Cat Cool, Pat O'Rourke, Jim McClure, Megan Dornbrock, Pranks Paul, and Alex Roberts. We'll also have folks from other podcasts like Jim Howard from The Young Justice Files and Aram Varshan from God's Fall. Once again, that is Gen Con, Saturday, August 19th at the Trevi Marzio Room at the JW Marriott, 8 p.m. to midnight. While you're waiting for Gen Con, you might want to check out some of the other wonderful gaming podcasts on the OneShot Network, like Backstory. Backstory is an ongoing series of interviews with some of the most compelling voices in the RPG and LARP community. Designers, organizers, scholars, and other fascinating folks join your host, Alex Roberts, for a deep dive into their current projects and visions for the future of role-playing. Check it out every other Thursday at OneShotPodcast.com. Coming up this week on the OneShot stream, we'll have Warda on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. And on Wednesday, we'll be presenting a preview of The Dungeon Dome, a Hell in the Cell match where the Compass Cats take on the Ladies' Disdain. In The Dungeon Dome, Hell in a Cell means one of our four competitors has been infected by a strange demonic curse that will slowly transform them into a monster throughout the match. The other competitors must work together to find the monster and destroy it before it destroys destroys them. It should be a wild match. Once again, that is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, all at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. If you're looking for even more actual play, be sure to check out my appearance on the How We Roll podcast, Banquet of the Dam side quest. How We Roll is currently working their way through the Curse of Strahd campaign, and they asked me to join them for a side quest adventure where I play a kobold paladin. I also joined other guests, Aram Varshan from God's Fall and Michael from the RPG Academy. It was so much fun, and you should definitely check it out. You can check them out at howweroll.simplecast.fm or by following the link in the show notes. I want to give another huge thank you to our backers on Patreon. We are right now just $36 a month away from hitting our $7,500 a month goal. When we hit that, the third installment of the Inspector Jackie series, a new feng shui actual play, will be unlocked as our anniversary series for, will be unlocked as our anniversary series for one shot. 
We've already recorded it, and it is waiting to be released. I want to thank everybody who signed up during the campaign and all the folks who joined in on our events throughout the weeks. It's amazing to hit this goal a full month ahead of schedule. Thank you, heroes. If I'm being honest, the Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome happened much quicker than I expected it to have to. Hitting this goal makes me a lot more comfortable about it and stepping away from my day job. You are all making my dream come true, and I cannot thank you enough for that. Now, as always, we end one shot with a call to action. It's come to my attention that a few listeners are confused about why we do this. I'm aware that not all of our listeners are American, not everyone has access to representative government, and certainly not everybody shares my views. It's probably also a little weird to be hearing political information from an actual play role-playing podcast. Frankly, I have a lot of reasons for doing this. The one at the top of my mind almost all the time is that my mother has terminal cancer. It's currently being controlled by a medication, but she'll only have access to that medication as long as she has health insurance. And currently, every single draft of a Republican health insurance policy would result in the death of my mother. I would hope the folks listening understand that I am willing to do anything to help a member of my family in need. And frankly, I know that I'm not the only one in this position. There are millions of Americans in this country that are going to be affected by any future healthcare policy. People will live and die by these decisions. And I cannot stand by and do nothing to protect vulnerable people. I also have friends, family, and fans who are in vulnerable positions in our society because of the current political climate. Immigrants who are here legally, who are afraid of violence and changing laws making it impossible for them to become citizens. People of color who feel afraid and out of place in their homes. Queer individuals who are watching their rights rapidly evaporate. Young parents who are wondering what the environment and education will be like for their children. When I'm on Twitter, when I'm reading our company emails, I hear these stories all the time. I can't ignore the facts of my own life. And I can't ignore other people that I hear from every day. People are afraid. People are already suffering. Yes, it would be easier not to include these messages in the show. It would probably broaden my audience by quite a bit. But I'm willing to risk making some people uncomfortable and turning some people away in order to motivate my larger audience to help each other. I know this frightens people. I know it makes some people uncomfortable. And so I put it at the back of the show. I don't ask people for money. I ask them for action. It doesn't take much to pick up the phone, call a representative, and tell them what you want from them. It's a very small thing, but it's important enough to me to risk my audience in order to do it. If you disagree with me, I'm comfortable with that. You don't have to listen to the show. And if you want to listen to the show anyway, you don't have to stick around until the end. Those are the terms. It's not going to change. One shot is political. Because I am an artist, this is a piece of art, and I am going to express myself politically throughout. Sometimes implicitly through narratives on the show, and all the time explicitly at the end of the show. Your discomfort is not more important to me than my mother's life. Your discomfort is not more important to me than the lives of people around me. I hope that clears things up. If you're someone who is being affected by the current political climate, I stand with you. If you're somebody who cares about the current political climate, I urge you to take action. The way I do it 
is going to fivecalls.org. It's a website that lists a number of different issues affecting the country today. It provides you with issue summaries, contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read while you're on the phone so you can get your point across clearly. Thanks to my listeners across the political spectrum that understand and respect that. And to those that don't, I won't apologize. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, be sure to check out MBSing. Host Mary Beth Smith cuts the BS out of conversation by discussing a topic her guest unabashedly loves and discovering why people love what we do and how that passion affects us. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Okay.